Okay, so just to get started, I'm Bob. And, um, you know, it's interesting, just it always happens every time before the meeting, we talk about stuff. And um, actually, I got a, a text here. It's, it's really for me privately, but I'm sure the person wouldn't mind when saying it's about their food. And, and then we're talking about with, with um, somebody else. We're also talking about, you know, pleasing people. And I always start out the meeting saying, you know, uh, I'm Bob, I'm an alcoholic, I'm a compulsive overeater, and I want people to like me. And I think that's all directed because related, because that's all what the steps are about. It's all about this need to, you know, we're par we have to have things our way, but it tells us step one alone. You know, I always say in this program, the hardest thing to do is to get step one to find, to realize we're, we're powerless over all of these things in our life. And it's just such a simple concept. And it's the basis of, we. do you realize how we were leading our lives totally the opposite way? We were leading our lives trying to be in control and if everybody else and everybody, if people, you know, we're talking before about if, you know, people like me. So not only sometimes we try, it says it here in, in our book, in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, but it says, not only sometimes do we try to please people and be more nice and gracious, but it also says on the other side, sometimes you get mad, angry and upset with them and we try to be assertive and aggressive. So it's saying here, either way, people don't realize that when you try to be super nice to people to get them to do what you want that's coming from the ego the self so people you know we don't understand why you know i'm such a nice person and 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 then why do i go home and be so upset because you're trying to be a nice person for the self the self gain you realize that this whole program is about it's called about and bill story talks about common sense becoming uncommon sense in other words it's saying that we here have this issue with trying to figure all of this out, trying to, 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 you know, through the self and the self-will. So that's the common sense. That's the common way we would do stuff. But as we go through this pro program, we start to realize that there is another way, another way of thinking and a way of going about this. So when we have that understanding comprehension. And that's what it brings me to what I wanted to speak about here is in, in the chapter, how it works. So here we have a program, we have steps, we have a way and it's step 12 talks about a spiritual awakening. So this is, so right here, again, we can at this meeting, if we listen carefully, because I have to say in my own life, sometimes I did this program, I would, you know, for months or years, and, and I didn't want to just accept this simple, simple program. I was too complicated. You know, they say it's, a, it's, it's not a program for us complicated people. We have to get humility and simplicity. So there's a chapter, and it starts on page 58. And it's called how it works. So here we can see, it tells us exactly how it works and how it works being transformed and having that spiritual awakening. Uh, and I gotta tell you, I've gone to many, many meetings and they talked about this, about how it works and they constantly talked about it. And, and the, whole, the whole problem with that was, was that it, it went in here and out, you know, and, and out here. In other words, I intellectualize it. I didn't bring it into my heart. They say the longest distance is between the brain and the heart. Oh, but also I just want to mention there was another text I got because, you know, a lot of times because our, our society is so plagued with this you know, compulsive eating and obsession with food that I always bring in, you know, the water, God's way of doing it, the healthy water from the natural earth and everything else. I mean, I have an apple here. <laughs> I brought some other stuff today, apple, uh, an orange, and I also have a banana here. So this is the transformation. We're going to talk about the transformation with the food, but then we're talking about before how in the step one, it says we're powerless. And when I came in, one guy shared with me and he says, 
For alcohol, you can put anything in there. In Overeaters Anonymous, they put the word food for compulsive overeaters or other compulsion illnesses related to the food. We were powerless. And the way we know is because every time I tried it, and I always mention this, I had shelves full of self-help books. I went to all kinds of professional people trying to figure it out. I'd have a problem. I'd call 10 people, go to 100 meetings, and to no avail. The only way, the only solution, and I never realized in the, in the room, in these 12-step programs, they always had on the chaise these 12 steps. They call them, you know, in, in the front of the room, you would always see that up there. And I would always see the steps, but in a lot of meetings, that wasn't what was discussed. It was the problem. The problem, again, we know about the problem. We, we want a solution. It, my, my solution to the problem used to be, again, I said I'd call people, discuss it with everybody, uh, try to figure it out, read books on it. You know, if only I in my intellectual thinking, but step one says we are powerless. Again, we are powerless with our addiction to the food. We are powerless. 95% of diets don't work. Why is that? 95% of diets don't work because we are powerless. It's that transformation. And what I was going to say is I got a, a text before and it says, um, it says, I'm sure the person won't mind that they said they're adding greens. You know, I always talk about the smoothie, how the revelation and, and not only that and, and God's gift of, of healthy things from the ground. It talks about that in, in books, in the Bible and philosophy, these foods from the natural foods that God given foods. He says, um, I became a smoothie maker. Make it once every day. My aim is starting adding green vegetables as well. How been mostly having fruits with almond milk and dates for now. It really satisfies my sweet tooth without eating the goopy. I always use that word goopy, right? Drinks of cookies that are full of sugar. I always mention that because I said, once your transformation, and we're going to get that transformation in this meeting here now, and if the other meetings that come up, and even if I'm repetitive, it's worth it to feel that transformation. The transformation in thinking comes not trying to resist. You know, in life, when you try to not be upset, angry, when you try not to be gluttonous, that's one of the seven deadly sins along with pride, uh, you know, anger. When you try and you get all your, you try and you try not to, to have that food. No, you can't because it's coming from the self, the selfish centeredness. It never worked because our thinking is crazy. So how can somebody who's crazy in the way they've been running their life fix it? But the interesting thing is that when I use the word I, it's called about the ego, the human side. There's also what's called the spiritual, the spiritual side. And in how it works, and in this program, it's going to teach us how to get to that spiritual side, which is, you see, the spiritual side is the truth. It's really the truth. Being angry, upset, being into the food, as our, making that a higher power, you know, being... Um, you know, obsessed with it, obsessed with anything, obsessed with people liking us. How insane is that? How many, you know, we're talking before, you know, we want to get people to like us, but what for? Do we want all this food and stuff ourselves? And for what for? The spiritual consciousness comes in and we see, you know, that's so finite. When I go into a room and there's a hundred people and I want one person to like me, how crazy am I? When I want somebody to like me and, and they come over and they don't treat me right, or, you know, here's something, somebody, you know, you're talking to somebody, and they look at you the wrong way, like they don't like you, I don't know. And, and it changes your tone, you get self-centered fear and you start to clam up. You, our happiness and joy, if people fail us all the time. So in, in relation to trying to please people, when I'm speaking to somebody, their reaction, what they say, think and do has no effect on me. I'm just gonna continue to be myself. 
And the same with this addiction to the food. My basic self, when we were children, when I fed my children, started feeding those sugary foods, they started to spit it out. But after a while, they got addicted. We got to realize we're not our own selves. We're controlled by not only people, but all the advertisements on TV, all the, you know, the, the corporations and the internet. And when we drive down the highway, you know, they have all of these beautiful songs with the food, and then we're making food a higher power. And what's the problem with that? Again, it's, it's finite. We want to have infinite happiness. Again, that's also called pleasure. And also, I know I'm going through a lot of things here, but on, on the other side of pleasure is just as much pain. And why is that? Because when you enjoy something material, uh, say a food or, or getting people to like you, things they call of the flesh, when we're gluttonous and when we're, we, 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 we're jealous, that's where the jealousy envy comes in. So we may one day get something that we want to do. Like I always talk about the man who climbs Mount Everest, spends years and hundreds of thousands of dollars and, and his body you know, in jeopardy of getting really ill. And he gets to the top and it's called pleasure, momentary pleasure. And I always say when on the way home, he probably, he gets into, a, into an argument with the taxi cab driver. So that's the way we're running our lives. We're running from that association and that emotion and feeling from just total uh, in comprehension that it's coming from, if only I can fix it, I can do it, I can fix it. But then again, we have a better way here. And it talks about here, it says, rarely, and this is on page 58, it says here, rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Again, what does that mean? You know, like everything else in this book, I always say, what does that mean? Okay. It means again what it says it means, right? You now, again, like I worked with somebody, he kept on saying, uh, um, I was saying to him, Look, I read a passage and I said, Well, do you understand what it means? And he says, It means what it says it means. And the reason I bring that up is because how many times in our lives do we read this and we don't understand what it says what it means? It means that we people fail, rarely fail who follow our path. And the people who cannot or will not completely give themselves to this simple program. You know, that second sentence, or even the first sentence, it says it all. I mean, how much more do you want to know when it says, could not give themselves to the simple program? There's not much more to say, because giving yourself, giving of the self means getting out of the self. Giving of the self, I mean, we're talking here, steps two and three. So right here, we're incorporating one, two, and three. We're incorporating all life. And, you know, it's amazing. In, in one sentence, the spiritual awakening can happen. Completely give yourselves to the simple program. Now, what is a simple program? People may say, well, you know, it's related to all the, you know, the, the uh, occult or something, you know. You know, all of these steps and these principles are in all the major religions, Eastern, Westerns, philosophies, meditation, prayer. What they came to realize is that what, this is what they realized. We have this intellect. We have this higher way of thinking, but we misuse it like everything good in our lives. Just like I always say, when a child is really small and they don't think as much, they're very happy to go out and play and they're in the present in the moment. Same, I always use the example of a puppy dog. A puppy dog is always happy. It's like they say it's the best day of his life every day because they don't have this higher level thinking. So this whole program and these steps bring us back to the way we're supposed to be. If we get you know, we're talking before about some people getting revengeful, angry, and all these emotions and the, these sins, they call them, and, you know, uh, jealous. These all have to do with being in the self. We get this transformation. We get out of the self. We have a, that higher power, which was in there all the time, that resource. 
I could relate, you know, people, sometimes you're sitting there, you don't understand what I'm saying. How about like in sports, when people get what they call in the zone and they have that feeling of motion, we can get in that zone. We feel that consciousness that rises above. It talks about in our book, in the big book here, all of our problems. It's like a plane going over the clouds. All these things outside of us really don't matter. All the joy and happiness and comes from within. So, you know, look, to be practical about it, if something, if you're like, have something bothering you today, you're upset, whatever it is, it's not, not true. In the doctor's opinion, it says, know the truth from the false. Know the truth. from the, it's, it's just not true. Just get that through your head that these are imaginations and thinkings that our crazy mind, you know, there could be 10 people in the room, we'll be upset about something. The other nine people wouldn't even think about it. So that's the craziness of our brain. So then people say, well, I had this thing happen to me. I'm really upset today. I'm upset today. I'm upset today. Well, look, when that happens to me and I said, oh, I'm so angry and resentful. The thing that we talk about, you know, I use that phrase, the light switch goes off. We said the other day, you know, when that light switch goes off, you know, they have a saying, I'm not responsible for my first thought, but I am for my second. So I sit there, I get upset. I'm, oh, that person did this. I get resentful and angry. And then all of a sudden the switch goes off. And I say, life is not about that. Life is not about all my little plans and designs, all this craziness. Life is more about this rising above us, being more spiritual and understanding and conception that we get through working these steps. And, you know, step two, say, came to believe that a power greater ourselves could restore us to sanity. Okay. So anyway, we actually, in the first two sentences on page 58 of how it works. I think it pretty much explains the whole program. But no, we need a book. You know, even a book of Overeaters and Alcoholics Anonymous has has about 600 pages. No, we need that. Not only does it have 600 pages, most of us, like I had, I have, and I have here now, uh, you know, more books, and I buy more books and more books and more books, right? I go to more meetings, I sponsor more people, but it was to no avail. In one moment of inspiration, being quiet and being with the selves, we can resolve the food problem. Understand that when you have that goopy food or drink in front of you with all this salt, oil, and sugar, and all that on it, that, that that has to do with, okay, let me just do one thing here. Okay, that has to do with our comprehension that our happiness making food a higher power. And you should we should really be upset because we're totally, totally brainwashed. We allowed the corporations and people, uh, uh, you know, the, the, you know, again, on the, the major, in, in, in our country, the people who are on the, will make up the per, food pyramid and decide what we're going to eat and what's nutritious. Most of them are from the big corporations. It all has to do with the money. Again, it's related to what cigarette smoking was and how devastating that was and how people didn't know the truth about it. But being that 75% of our country is sick and overweight and being that the diseases and illnesses, I have them here. I have one page here. You could get this on the internet. Just look up... Uh, that's filled with all of these diseases, right? The type two diabetes, the high blood pressure, all the heart disease, all of these things, which by the way, in countries that don't eat the way we do, we have what's called the standard American diet, but it's called sad, sad American diet. So this is a, this is a compilation of all these diseases and things we have. Um, and then also I have another one with the food additives, which are all poison. I bring that up uh, about the, um, ethylene glycol in foods, you know, which is, 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 is antifreeze that they put in cars. And there's about a 50. I'm telling you, when you pick up a package, that's between 25 and 50. So what's the answer to that? Again, the solution is not trying to die because people, when they diet, 
and 95% don't work, you know it in your own lives, they're eating foods with all of this junk in it and small little portions. Of course, it's the, to be practical about it, it's the salt, oil, and sugar. If you take the oil out, you take the salt out and the sugar, well, the, the uh, oil and the sugar, you're gonna be what you ate that was like maybe uh, 200 calories. Uh, naturally, what I eat was a whole, just one ingredient, go up to 600. But like I read somebody put in the chat here, they had said they're being transformed. They're realizing, you know, that smoothie, you, you, you put in there those natural ingredients, the kale and the, the spinach. And, you know, I was even saying that with the smoothie, what by doing the, these meetings and what happened was I was trying to sweeten them up all the time, you know, putting more sweeter fruit, more, I don't know what it was I was putting in. And I started to realize I wanted to taste things natural. So I wanted to taste, and now I won't have it any other way. I don't want all that goopy sugar and all that junk in it. I want to taste those greens. They, they're delicious. You can even put carrots in. You can put all these vegetables in. I mean, you know, but again, this, this is all, you know, the food is related to everything else in our lives. And of course, earlier I was talking to somebody about getting people to like us and the, 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 getting people to like us is all about the food. It's all a symbol of we want more pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. It comes from the five senses. And in this book on page 85, the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, it talks about, and also related, you know, to Overeaters Anonymous use the same book and, 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 and Narcotics Anonymous, whatever anonymous you wanna put in there, but it's all related to that, getting to that sixth sense, right? Spiritual bread, living life, seeing nature. I used to drive in my car and eat the food, right? What, what was that all about? Okay. We get more spiritual. And the thing used to drive my car and I'd be resentful, right? I, I, did you ever drive in your car and you all of a sudden you realize you're there? It's just like that. It happens because your, your mind isn't even thinking. It's in another world. It's about you know, your plans, what am I going to, you know, the past, I always say is depression and the future is always anxiety. So it just doesn't end. When, but we have a solution and answer. This solution and answer, by the way, is eludes many, many, many people. We read how it works. The steps are in front of the room when we go to meetings, the 12-step program, right? OA, Overeaters Anonymous, AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, have all kinds of anonymous programs. They're called 12-step programs. But when this is in front of the room, do we understand that step one alone? Step one alone, are we powerless? But yet, you know, you go somewhere and people have been in these 12-step these programs, be there 10, 20, 30 years. And then when you they're sharing and they're talking, they're saying, well, this is my problem. My mother-in-law, my, my father, my sister, my brother, the guy in the store, the stranger on the street, my, my boss, you know? So where did step one come in after all those years? We were powerless, you know? And, and then when we come into step two, a power grade in ourselves, it's the, the whole thing with step two, it's saying, get out of the self. You know, how many times we have to read it and don't, you know, we just don't get it, right? I Sometimes I just, a power greater than ourselves, meaning get out of the self. That power, which was in us all the time was always there. And then it said, Step three, okay? So if you, if you do a step three and you really get that moment of inspiration, why would all of these material things, the money, the success, getting people to like us, it's all about in here. This is the blissful and happiness. That again is pleasure. When you, get, you go get somebody to like you or you go make more money, you get a more, better job. An hour later, you're thinking about the guy who's making more money than you or the person who has more friends than you have. 
I don't care if I if I go into a room full of people and everybody there hates my guts, you know, what is it doesn't matter. But we go in a room 100 people, one person looks at us the wrong way, and we get crazy and upset. Think about that. Go into a room and and you know, you go into a room and and you know, people worried about the way they look in front of people they dress, you know, go into a room, put a a pocket thing in your pocket with a pen, you know, maybe you look like, you know, I mean, do something ridiculous, but it shouldn't matter. You should be able to walk into that room and be happy, joyous, and free because the happiness doesn't come and it, we, it fails every time. But our, you know, when I grew up and in our society, you know, it's all about not only the food being more successful, being more, uh, doing better grades in school, being better at sports. And we wonder why we're desperately miserable, depressed, you know, like Bill was, you know, it, because in Bill's story, you know, to digress to Bill's story, he talked about how he wanted to be the best golfer. He wanted to take on the world and in finance and so forth. But what happened to him on page eight, I'm going to read. And this is what happens to us. Anybody here who's feeling this, I know a lot of us do, especially when we wake up in the morning, fear and, and, and anxious and self-centered fear and whatever the heck else, fear, you know, it just doesn't, go, doesn't stop. And this is the reason this is, and we're going to have the solution here because I'm going to read it, but here is the problem Bill had. No, this is on page eight in Bill's story. No words can tell of the loneliness and despair I found in the bitter remorse of self-pity. Again, the self, the self. Step one says we were powerless. Step two said we had to get a higher consciousness. Just let me say that higher consciousness is in us all the time. It's always God. We create in God's image. We have it there. We block step four. I know I'm going through a lot here, but I think a lot of people here have a lot of knowledge of this program already. Step four, the defects of the character, what's keeping out the sunlight of spirit. It's the envy, the jealousy, you know, the self-centeredness, the fear. But anyway, so he says, quicksand stretched around me in all directions. So how many people here are like Bill was? This quicksand, these problems, these things, and all of these crazy... It's all a craziness in our brain. And I met my match. I had been overwhelmed. So how many here are overwhelmed by wanting people to like us with the food, with all of these things? Alcohol was my master. Do you realize you go through life, the clerk in the store, whoever it is, they're your master. You get it? They, they, when you try to please them and when they say something you don't like and you get resentful, upset, they're controlling you. It talks about this on page 66 in the, in the big book. It talks about people control us and we're controlled by the corporations control us with the food. You want to be happy, joyous, and free. You know, I always talk about the lecture I went to with the guy and I said, he was the real deal. It was a meditation lecture. He was sitting up there and he said, you know, you can walk out of this prison right now. He says, you're where he says, you're in solitary confinement. We all are. We today, when you walk, when you right here, right now, you can enjoy the fact we're here. That's all it's all about, being in the present. All these other things, you can observe them, but they really, really aren't true. They come from our, our crazy thinking. You know, even in, in life, when we go out and live life, we can enjoy it. But that all has to do with the material. The real soul, the essence of our being is, isn't, isn't, even, isn't even this body, you know, for people who have illnesses or whatever. Our real essence has to do with deep within. Our real consciousness, our real higher, you know, it's just, it's just there. But we decided to think about and let the ego, ego easing God out, right? Easing God out. It's just that we made it all about that self. Again, the self, if somebody puts a gun to your head, then you should be in fear. If you're in the wilderness, a lion or a bear is going to attack you. But somebody looks at us the wrong way, a clerk says something in the store or our loved ones. 
I started to realize that that has nothing to do with me. What they say or think is none of my business. I'm, you know, again, they say letting them have rent free in my head, right? And, and you know, taking the poison, hoping they will die. All of these things are so, so important to understand, but it all comes from the simple, simple program. Okay, so let me get to the spiritual awakening so we can have it before we do the shares. Okay, so we decided to give our will and our lives over to God, right? In step three, and then it says, made a searching and fearless inventory. Those things blocking us out. So let's get centered. Let's go, let's go right up to step 11, where it says, sought through prayer and meditation. You know, I have a quote here, and its quote is that, if I'm still, the whole world surrenders to me. When I get still and I get, you know, just, in, you know, just into the being and the soul, I realize I, I have no problems, right? There's a saying, if I have a problem today, I'm the problem. But really, it, it, all of this fake stuff, with, even with our addiction to food or whatever other addictions we have to people, it doesn't matter. Again, go into a room full of people and think that they all hate you and just you could sit there and be happy. What does it have to do? But when we're happy, the world surrenders to us. If somebody's giving you, you know, say you're trying to please people, but they're trying to be nasty or mean to you or push your buttons. We can only sit there and it says in this book, we can sit there and smile. And a lot of times I say this, you know, I have to stop myself from almost laughing. Here's a crazy person trying to, I don't know what they're doing, but they say when hurt people hurt people, there's something about them. So I just see it, you know, they got a problem, but I'm not going to, I don't want to be crazier than they are and make it part of my life. So, and it says through prayer and meditation, having that momentary understanding. So it's about being in the present being with this higher consciousness and feeling it within our body. You know, this is related to the food because when I get centered, you see, the thing with the food is this, when we try to control it, just like anything else in our lives, when we try to with people or food, we get in fear. We're in fear that we're not going to be able to do it. It's all about the ego and self. We can't let the, the real self come out, the real person, the real person. And if you feel your body, even your, 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 your stomach and whatever it is, doesn't want to be full and, and have all of this junk in the body. But what happens is the more we get upset because we had, say, a binge or we feel we're not doing it right, that's self-centered fear. Be happy and joyous in everything and it'll all come to you. Be happy in the fact that maybe you had some food you felt you shouldn't have and this and say, that's great. And just observe your emotions, the hunger, the pain, and, and, and enjoy it. You know, sometimes we want to have that lean lean feeling, that empty feeling. No, but we took it in our brains and we feel, no, the more food, the more money, the more success. No, that's not what it is. We want a humility and be like, you know, they have the, what the monks or people who were religious people, they fast, right? Why do they, they do all of that? Because they want to get away from the material, even the lust or, you know, being absent and uh, abstaining or whatever, because the life is not about that. Yeah, momentary pleasures, go out and enjoy it. But if you make it all about that, not only are you getting sick from the food, you're getting overweight, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be uh, all kinds of illnesses and everything, but you're isolating yourself from life. I'm talking about alcohol, right? I used to get in my car and drink vodka, right? And to come home, that was my best friend. Same with the food, come home, pull the shades down. Is that what you want your life to be? But not only that, when you realize that's not true, all that stuff is not true. It's not true that food is your, is, your, is your solution, your happiness. It's momentary pleasure. I mean, you know, it's like when you walk by a bank, you could go in and, 
and and rob say you, you go in and rob the bank that's a momentary pleasure but you know you'll be in jail for 15 years right so the same with the food you know you can momentary pleasure but on the other side you'll have this distortion in your body but what happens is this not only do we not look at his momentary pleasure and like i said somebody put in the chat about the smoothie and changing their perception instead of having cookies or something they're going to have these sweet fruits you know fruit is so delicious but when we when we distort our brain with the with the other stuff it doesn't work out but you know what happens is, is that and this is the spiritual awakening towards our addiction i'm going to do it for food because i always like to go there because that's a big one and and not only that not only is a big thing in our country but the problem is is that even people in this program for years and years that i've worked with they've been off the the other sugar right the white sugar white powder of cocaine heroin whatever it is right crack that's white powder, just like sugar is. But you know what they say about, you know, they say that this with the food, they say it's, it's, it's really, really a tough one. And I think it has to do with the advertisements. You go in a supermarket, 85% of the food, you, you, you know, it all has the poison in it. Forget about restaurants. You can't go to a restaurant and expect to have a normal dinner there. It's all at the sugar and the sauces and the, and it's all about the synthetic and, um, you know, oil, sugar. I mean, that's, you could have a salad has like a few hundred calories or you go into one of these stores, look on the menu, it's 1200 calories. But you know what? When we know the truth from the false, we don't want that anymore. And this is what happens. This is a spiritual awakening towards food. And it's right in our book here. I don't know how many times we have to read it and I'm going to read it now. And, and uh, so here we go. And, and we're going we're gonna to probably end with this, I think. So anyway, it says here on page, it starts on page 84. Now you're going to say, I'm going to say, okay, this is called the 10 step promises. And people say, you know, I went to meetings. I went to a thousand meetings. I recited the 10 step promises and nine step promises. You know, how many times I have to do it, right? But there's a difference between intellectually doing something. So if we want to have that revolutionary change right now, we have to understand when we get conscious of the spirituality and get that into our lives and, and that make that when that comes in, we have that confidence. So when people bother us, we have, you know, it's like I always talk about that when a guy told me from India, when the elephant walks down the street, you know, the dogs bark at the feet, it doesn't matter. The same with this food addiction, the same with people, the same with alcohol and drugs. We have a, a partner, best friend, our higher power, higher spirit of the universe. We feel the vibrations around us. It's not limited to our, to just our own crazy thinking. We weren't meant, we were meant to, intellectualize and think if we have some kind of situation where we have to, you know, it's just, it's not related to all of these emotions and feelings, which are really, you know, the depression, the anger, even the sentimental feelings. It talks about that in the bedevilments on page 52. It says sentiment and sentimental feelings. We weren't meant to think of some lost love like in the past, the past an illusion. We were meant to have resentment and anger. We're in the present now. We can have those feelings. We can observe them. But when we know the truth, this is what happens on the 10-step promises. It says, on the bottom of page 84, and this is through this program, of Spiritual Awakening, and we have ceased fighting anything or anyone. And it goes, even alcohol, even people, even food, because we have a, we're in a different plane now. We're not what's called the fourth dimension, right? The fourth dimension of thinking, as it talks about on page 25, uh, in, in how it works, why they name the chapter, how it works, and why they name this chapter, you know, I um, mean, the chapter of um, you know, how it works, the, the other chapter, spirituality, it says, because this is what the chapter is about. For by this time, sanity will have returned. So this, again, each sentence, I didn't know 
where the insanity was, right? I always thought the insanity was um, uh, because I couldn't figure it out. But when I started to realize I was the problem, my thinking, my crazy thinking, see, this is the whole thing here. We figured out where the problem was. We will seldom be interested in liquor or food because we have a better way. We be, won't be interested in people liking us. If tempted, we recoil it from as a hot flame. Now, why can we recoil as a hot flame? Because why would we want to do it if, we, if we're not interested? So somebody has an obsession to touch the stove, but I don't have that obsession anymore because I see that why would I want to touch the stove and it's not, it doesn't interest me anymore. So the food becomes secondary so we can recoil from it. We have reacted sanely and normally. Do you hear all of these sentences how it pops out in the spiritual awakening here? By doing these steps, you want to be sanely and normally. When I try to resentful, get even with a person, that's insanity. When I'm anger or fear or when I'm obsessed with food, that's insanity. We will find that this has happened automatically. So automatically, these things happen because of our spiritual awakening. Step 12 says, having had this spiritual awakening, we will see that our new attitude towards liquor, towards food, towards compulsive thinking, towards drugs, towards alcohol, towards people has been given us without any thought or action on our part. And the reason, again, it says no thought of action on our part is what we're talking about here. We can't do it. You know, it says, I need a power greater myself. I, that, that's where my power was. I lacked power. Lack of power, that was our problem on page 45 in the We Agnostics. It just comes. See, when I said, when we change our thinking, the whole world surrenders to us. When we just relax, get centered, pray, meditate, in any situation with people, that, you know, you're at work at a job, the boss is yelling at you, just get centered because it has nothing to do with you. What has to do with you is the internal joy and happiness. That's the blissfulness nature. The pleasure, we, we, we can go enjoy it, but if we base our life on that, we'll be miserable. That's why we're miserable, depressed, and irritable, right? Restless, irritable, and, and, and miserable and depressed. We see that our new attitude towards liquor has given to us without any thought or effort on our part. It just comes. That is the miracle of it. You know, miracles in this, the spiritual awakening is true. Speak to people who really work this program, the whole transformation. They see life completely differently. Put on a new pair of glasses. Again, we are not fighting it. Neither are we avoiding temptation. We feel as though we've been placed into a position of neutrality, safe and protected with my higher power, my higher consciousness of spirituality. Nothing can bother me. Like the elephant walking down the street when the dogs bark. I have this joy and happiness. So it's like I won the lottery every day. If you just found out you won the lottery and then somebody called your name, you wouldn't care. That's the way we should walk through life. And we did. That's, you know, we were born to creating God's image with this joy. We feel as though we had been placed in a position of neutrality, neutrality, safe and protected. We have not even sworn off. Diets don't work. We can't swear it off. We can't do it. Lack of power, that was our problem. We bring consciousness, this higher consciousness. Actually, we do do it, but we do it through our, our higher way of thinking, not the low level, you know, wanting more, more material things in our life. So it goes on to say, and instead, the problem has been removed. It does not exist for us. We've been recovered. It talks about in the first page of Alcoholics Anonymous, big book, people who have recovered. We are neither cocky nor afraid. That's our experience. That is how we react so long as we keep in fit spiritual condition. So I'll end with this. Anytime today, you're irritable, depressed, you're, you're obsessed with food, you're or anything, addiction, you're, you're not working this program. But we have a step 10. So 
my first thought is, oh, I'm so upset. I'm so hungry. I'm so this, I'm so that. It's coming from the self. I sit back and I think it's not about me. My little plans and designs, there's a higher, more powerful consciousness. That is the truth. You know, know the truth from the 